ajoni loju losan ni muni jarun palu ni loru ahan ni ipinle enu agbere sigidi toni ka gbe ohun sojo bi apa tin ya ni ton ya kidire ori re o le daduro agbere le yengbe ko le mu omi ninu agbon agbere layan gbe to lohun ma jo laarin adiye Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Yoruba Proverbs podcast. I'm your host Pidemio Logunde. Eka bosi abala ikeji dilogun ito owe Yoruba. Oruko mini Pidemio Logunde. So this episode features a special guest, Faramade Ogunlesi, who is a family friend and my wife's longtime friend and sister. On this episode, we will be analyzing five Yoruba proverbs that describe concepts such as familiarity and contempt, knowing one's limitations, and overreaching. According to Yoruba tradition, a young person quoting proverbs in the presence of adults must do so humbly and respectfully. So in line with tradition, my guest and I humbly crave the indulgence of our parents and elders before going ahead with this episode. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. So hi, welcome um, our sister and family friend Faramade Ogunlesi to this um, episode of the Yoruba Proverbs podcast. Um, to start with, could you introduce yourself for our listeners? Thank you, Bidemi. Hi, guys. Um, yes, I'm Faramadi Ogunlesi, and um, I'm a digital marketer and a photographer. I'm from Ogun State, um, Owu to be precise. And yes, I'm an Owu princess. So I would say that my Yoruba, to some extent, is quite top-notch. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thank you, Bidemi, again for having me here. I'm sure we're going to have a good time. You're welcome. Yes, yes, I'm very sure of that as well. So to start with, could you please take the first proverb we have here? Oh, sure. Hmm. So I'm going to translate that. The cockroach is overreaching when it says that it will dance in the company of chickens. Hmm. Okay. A cockroach and a chicken. Do you guys know that famous? You want to bam bam? <laughs> you want to kill with the boys? <laughs> that's the that's the translation hands down because you are trying mm. to bam bam and chill with the big boys, but they will chop you. You mm. know. So, for example, you know, you are trying to yeah yeah overstepping your boundaries. You are trying to roll with people that or do things that you are not able to do, and it might come back to haunt you. You know, in the end of the day, you you know you don't have the capabilities to do such things. You want to do dangerous things, and then you don't have the mind for it. Don't bother. Hmm. It's not everybody that has the capacity to chill with the big boys. Like the song hmm. says, you will run kitty kitty, you will run kata hmm. kata. You go drink water, hmm. you know if you drop cup. Hmm. So hmm. I, I mean, <laughs> this, this is, I, I actually like the the approach you brought into this to kind of explain it in a more accessible way, and mm-hmm. I will just add on to that. It's basically saying overreaching is dangerous. 
So cockroaches and chickens, they don't play together. Chickens mm-hmm. will always eat cockroaches, regardless of how big or small the cockroach is. So a, a cockroach trying to go and dance in the company of chickens, I mean, it will dance quite all right, but it will definitely <laughs> not leave that dance floor alive. So th- thanks for that um, analysis. You're welcome. So um, the second proverb here says, Agbiri leyengbi. So this one translates to the bird only attempts the impossible. It cannot drink the water inside the coconut. So um, again, um, this is another proverb that kind of provides a deep and insightful analogy between something we observe in nature to something we see um, in society. So we all know that um, coconut grows on trees and every now and then birds go around looking for what to eat. They peck on fruits and so on. So a bird that now lands on a coconut tree and tries to peck on the coconuts to drink the water inside the coconuts is attempting the impossible because no matter how hard that bird pecks, no matter how much upgrade the bird does to its beak, it's, it won't just happen. It's a waste of time. It might mm-hmm. even, the bird might even enjoy itself in the process of doing that. So what this means to me is we should know our limits. Um, there are things we can do and there are things we cannot do. And knowing that is just the beginning of um, being able to live peacefully, successfully, and so on. So what's your take on this proverb? Yeah, like spot on. You know what you're, what you're capable of doing. You know, so many people... You like to show off and you want to show that you can do something or, you know, uh-uh, this you, you did that, I can do this too, you know. You should know when to stop. You should know when, you know, I mean, this. you should know when to walk away from certain situations as well. You should know when, you know, this is just not for you and then just give it a rest. Because the, mo- the harder you push or the harder you try to prove a point, the more you hurt yourself. Hmm. So... Hmm. Just let it go. Deep, deep. Thanks, thanks for that. So, um, mm-hmm. could you take the third proverb, please? Yep, sure. Agbere shigidi toni kagbe unusojo bi akpati ya niton ya kidiri ori reoli daduro. Yes. Hmm. Mm. So this simply this simply means the overreaching mud idol. And I don't even think that's a mud idol, but anyways, the overreaching mud idol that has to be put in the rain, as the arms fell off, so did the thighs, and then the rounded head could not support itself. So basically, it was just wash away, right? And just yep. like this is going back to what Bidemi said in the previous proverb, knowing your limitations, right? Um, Shigidi, that I know. <laughs> okay, maybe it's a maybe it's a mud idol. You know, when we were younger, we heard so many stories of the Shigidi where you know the people would send it to go and flog people and then they don't do well in the light. It's pretty much if I'm going to translate that from a spiritual angle, the Shigidi mm. is deceiving you. Or you are deceiving yourself that you can go to the battlefront. You don't even know what you are going up against, right? You go, you put yourself out there, and then you come back with your head with you know between your tails, and you come home shamefully. My manager will call that the work of shame. Know your limitations. Know what you are able to do. Know what you are capable of doing. Don't go out there, you know, and then boast and say yes, I can do this. I mean, who are you trying to fool? You can fool your, you can fool other people, but you can't fool yourself. Nowhere to draw oh. the line. 
Hmm. Period. Hmm. Thanks for that analysis. And like you mentioned, Shigidi is more like a metaphorical object. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned the one you were familiar with when you were younger doesn't do well in the light. Mm -hmm. So there's another version that doesn't do well in water, wind. So basically all the natural elements, which is to elements. say this thing is something demonic. They don't yeah. do well when they are exposed to this nature, forces of nature. So mm -hmm. wind, rain, light, and so on. So like mm -hmm. um, this translation says mud idol. And if you go to some historical places in Nigeria, you actually see some of them, they are made of mud or clay sometimes, and they are yeah. placed in, in shrines as messengers to a particular mm -hmm. god or goddess. So ideally, like the proverb says, they should be indoors next to their shrine or whatever it is yeah. they are meant to symbolize. But this particular one says they should put him outside in <laughs> Out the rain. In the rain. <laughs> so it's kind of like this particular shigiri doesn't know its limitations. It doesn't Instead know. of staying indoors quietly and just chilling, it says, no, no, I can I can go out in the rain, you know, just show myself mm -hmm. off, that kind of thing. So the, the ants fell off, the ties fell off, the kidiri orie, the rounded head, Next couldn't head. support itself and then fell. So basically, it, it lost its, its structure, its form, and basically its usefulness. So if we don't know our limitations and we try to be who we are not or we try to do something we shouldn't even venture into, it's possible we lose ourselves literally and figuratively like this Shigidi did. So that's my take on this program. Nice one. Love it. Eh? That, that. Thank you. Okay, so uh, <laughs> it's taking the next one. Um, yes. So I'll, I'll take the, the fourth proverb. So, so this translates to the tongue is the border of the mouth. So um, as we all know, the, the mouth has the teeth and the tongue and everything. I mean, medically, people say the tongue actually connects to the truth or something like that. Basically saying the tongue extends from the mouth backwards to where we cannot see. So this proverb is, say, is saying that the tongue is the border of the mouth. So where the mouth connects to the truth, the tongue is that border. So in other words, there's a limit to everything. There is a boundary to everything, including even in our own bodies. So we can say the shoulder is the border of the hand and the body. The hips is the border of the leg and the torso <laughs> and so on and so forth. So to my to my understanding, this basically means there's a lim limit to everything. So what's your take on this proverb? The tongue is the border of the mouth. Yeah, I, I would say yes, yes. There is a limit to everything, but in the actual actual sense, there's also, yes, I, in, in another way, or simply to put, you know, we should, how do I explain now? The If I'm going to bring, okay, let me bring kids into this. At a point, right, we wake up, they play around, they go to school, they come back, they watch it. There's a limit to everything, right? At some point, you know that you have to rest and go to bed, right? There's always a limit. So there's that, where, there's that point where you get to and you know that, you know, this is the limit. This is, this is, I've gotten to the point, the tipping point. So the tongue right there, 
is that limit to, you know, and then the mouth is wide. There are other parts of the mouth, like you rightfully said, you know, you said even your body, the shoulder is the limit to the this and all that. So we also have the teeth and all that. But then the major part here is there is there is that limit between, you know, your tongue and your whole mouth. Just pretty much nowhere to draw the line and give it a rest or call it a day. Thanks. Thanks for that analysis. So if you could um, take the last proverb and then we wrap up. One second. The last proverb. Guys, the last proverb is is deep. Mm. It's deep. Mm. Yes, mm. it's very deep. <laughs> so the last proverb says, I Johnny Lojuloson, name money Jarupa Sorry, I Johnny Lojuloson, name money Jarupa Sorry, what am I? What am I, what am I, I think I'm still missing it. Okay, let me say it again. I, I, Johnny Loju Lawson, Nimuni Jarupaluni, sorry, I'm sorry. Nimuni, Nimuni Jarupaluni. Nimuni Jarupaluni Loru. I, Johnny Loju Lawson, Nimuni Jarupaluni Loru. So pretty much is just saying that, you know, <laughs> lack of regard for a person during the day makes one kick the person during the night while tossing restlessly in bed. Hmm. Have you? Hmm. <laughs> Have you hmm. guys heard this song? Yeah, my fun familiarity. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yes, that song. Yes. You know when you And it can also be related to marriage too. When you've seen each other finish... You have seen each other finish. There's nothing but can do again. And then, you know, you start to, you know, some form of disrespect to come in at some point or the other, you know. So it, it's just pretty much saying that, it, in, in, in fact, in short term, it's just see finish. It's pretty much see finish because, you know, you, <laughs> like the thing says again, right, lack of regard for a person during the day Hmm. You definitely keep the person at night now when you're sleeping restlessly in bed. So again, I'm going to go back to the marriage stuff because I had that discussion with someone this morning where um, we're discussing marriage and, you know, what to do, what not to do, or you're looking to get married. Whatever you see before getting married, right? You know, there's that um, honeymoon phase. Hmm. <laughs> Once you get into it and you guys, and marriage is a never ending school. Once mm. you get into it and you know that I, I have this person on lockdown, that person too knows that they have you on lockdown, especially when the kids start to come, um, is that you see finish. You mm. will start to see each other, you know, and it's, I think it pretty much to just sum it up is, you know, familiarity, you know, um, leads to, or, you know, disrespect someone. In a way, let me not say disrespect because, you know, but yes, Pretty much that's what it means. Like, so over familiarity can cause um, see finish. Yep, I agree with everything you said. And I actually, what was in my mind with this particular proverb is that popular saying, familiarity breeds contempt. And mm -hmm. this proverb is also one of my favorites because it just shows the beauty of the Yoruba language, comparing two things with that smooth, smooth linkage. So, family so <laughs> If you, if you don't regard somebody during the day, then you kick the person during the night while tossing restlessly in bed. But one part of the proverb is you're doing something deliberately. You're not regarding this person during the day. But of course, at night, you are not aware of what you're doing 
when you are sleeping. So it's True. like, again, the beauty of the Yoruba language, connecting two things that look related, but they are not related. But then you, you hear it and then you make the connection yourself. And it leads to this deeper meaning. So if, like you mentioned, the marriage example, it's very easy to start disregarding people, even not among couples, just friends or siblings. The longer you stay, yeah, over time, you just, oh, I I know this person. There's no newness between the two people, even sometimes co-workers. And mm-hmm. some things you do with your coworker, maybe after three years of working together, you definitely wouldn't do it after one month of just working together. <laughs> Very so true. it applies to all kinds of relationships, even neighbors sometimes, or, you know, different settings, different mm-hmm. scenarios. So this is definitely a very deep one. Thanks for the analysis. Yeah. Please, let's, let's end this with that song. That's Yep, yep. Yeah, this so, um, yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast. And hopefully next time we invite you, you'll be willing and ready to join us to drop one or two knowledge knowledges, like yes. I always say. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely. It was nice um, being on podcast as well i hope you guys learned a thing or two yeah thank you yeah, for having yeah. thanks thanks for coming on um talk to you next time the yoruba proverbs podcast is produced by sunshine media in association with alowale productions audio engineering and graphic design by bidemio logunde Senior producer Bidemir Logunde, executive producers Olufolani Logunde and Tobilaba Logunde. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Yoruba Proverbs podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please share the show with anyone that you think may benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bidemi at bidemiologunde.com. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if you find it valuable and your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.